0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be a broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at VictorJM.com. That's Victor at VictorJM.com. Today's question comes from Carlos in Los Angeles. He writes, We're planning a fifty-seven unit student housing project at the University of Southern California. We're now considering a relatively new product called CPACE financing. CPACE could be considered an interesting alternative to the traditional joint venture structure. The CPACE financing plus the senior construction loan would achieve an 85% loan to cost ratio at an all-in blended rate somewhere in the 6% range. Are you familiar with CPACE and in your opinion, what are the pros and cons of using that lending product? Well, Carlos, this is a great question. These PACE programs allow for special financing based on meeting certain clean energy criteria. The additional funds can allow you to get to a higher debt ratio in the capital stack without having to go as deep into the equity markets and raise as much capital. The lender secures its financing by embedding the payment in the property taxes. And since the loan is tied to the property through the tax assessment, it's transferable to a new owner should you sell the property. This is something we have looked at but we have not implemented it in any of our projects, at least not as of yet. In my examination of the CPACE offering, there's a few things to note. First, is that while conceptually the funding looks like mezzanine money or even pseudo equity, these PACE funds are actually senior to the lender in the capital stack. That means the PACE lender gets their money before the bank and the bank is now effectively at a much higher loan to value ratio. That means the bank is taking more risk. As a result, the number of lenders that are willing to fund a loan with a senior CPACE loan ahead of it is much smaller than the universe of commercial lenders that might otherwise consider funding your project. Now, I don't have a firm statistic for you on how much that lending landscape is restricted, but I've heard anecdotally that maybe as few as 15% of lenders would consider a PACE-encumbered loan. Any lender that consents to a PACE tranche in the capital stack is going to want an intercreditor agreement that will need to be negotiated between PACE and as well as some additional protections from the borrower. The term sheet that you provided me needs to be evaluated within the context of a term sheet for your construction lender and ultimately for your permanent financing. Personally, I love the idea of CPACE financing. I think it's got a lot of potential and it's absolutely worth pursuing. But sometimes the complexity could be the enemy of success. And for that reason, we've stepped back from it. We're continuing to look at it for some upcoming commercial projects. But if you're going to get non-recourse CPACE financing, you'll also want to get a non-recourse construction loan. If the presence of the PACE funding product forces the construction loan to become a recourse loan, I personally would not choose that option. I don't like recourse loans, and I prefer non-recourse financing for construction. It makes sense that the PACE loan is non-recourse since it's senior to the construction loan, and it only represents maybe 10 to 15% of the capital stack. They're pretty far down, in the risk of repayment. In today's environment, there are other stretch senior products that can be found in the marketplace that are non-recourse. They are more expensive, but you need to judge how much that non-recourse loan is worth to you. Non-recourse can follow a number of definitions. Most people know what full recourse means. That means you're signing joint and several personal guarantees. Now, even a non-recourse loan is not fully non-recourse. The most common definition that we follow is a loan that will have a few recourse carve-outs. The first one is a guarantee not to commit fraud. If you commit fraud, then the loan is fully recourse to the borrower. Hopefully that one's not hard to meet. Number two, there'll be a completion guarantee. This is usually achieved by hiring a bonded contractor with a contract that is covered by a payment and performance bond. You're effectively transferring the completion guarantee to the general contractor. And then number three, there might be an environmental indemnity Most lenders are very scared of environmental liability so there will need to be some kind of limited environmental indemnity that you want to negotiate with the lender. I can almost guarantee the first draft of that indemnity will typically be very broad. Hopefully you can get it narrowed down through negotiation. The other loan terms that the construction lender will require form part of the package. Some lenders allow you to follow a draw schedule and only pay interest on the funds that you have drawn. Other lenders treat the loan as fully drawn and you pay the interest on the full loan amount even if you've only taken a small fraction of the loan proceeds in the project. The value to me as a developer of a non-recourse loan generally outweighs the difficulty of raising a bit of additional extra capital. Some lenders might require you to have larger reserves or maintain higher cash liquidity. If the PACE loan is going to push the construction loan and the permanent loan into being a full recourse loan, then I would have to question the wisdom of doing that as a borrower. If you don't mind signing the personal guarantees on large construction loans, well, then by all means, go forward. Newer developers often sign recourse debt thinking that's how it's done. But I can tell you that most developers don't sign personal guarantees unless they have really deep pockets and are simply borrowing the funds out of convenience. I want to thank you, Carlos, for a fabulous question. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.